All right. Oh, Today, wow. AJ, we're talking about one of the greatest video games of all time, Burnout Paradise. All right, AJ, we've got five minutes on the clock. I want to talk to you about SDR burnout and, okay. and why it's terrible and how to avoid it. Okay, um, good, good. That's the direction we're going with this one. Great, yeah. <laughs> how to get it as fast as possible. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely something that we see a lot at Demand Drive with, I think it's something that if you're not paying attention to it, kind of will happen anyway. It's a bit inherent mm -hmm. with the business because with any sales role, the more work you do, the more money you get, people who are really focused on that or achievement of any kind can easily lose sight of what it's doing long-term to mental health and their attitude and things like that. Um, but I, I do think it's a really important thing to keep an eye on. And I will say that when I was an SDR, I did my best to try and take breaks, work mm -hmm. things into my schedule that avoided burnout. I'd be interested to hear from you what, what some of the tactics you may have used as an SDR were to make sure that you didn't overwork yourself. Yeah, I think unfortunately for me, the, the way that I learned to not burn out was by burning out. <laughs> and it was uh, a lesson where, so when I was an SDR, I didn't ramp up all that quickly. I mean, like I went through training, no problem and onboarding and all that stuff, but like I didn't see success immediately. Uh, shocking, right? Me, not see success. But um, there were members of my team who started relatively soon after me that were seeing success on projects very similar to mine. And I'm thinking like, well, what are they doing that I'm not? And what I found was that they were trying to like upskill after work, you know, like listening to podcasts, watching webinars, joining communities, stuff like that, things that I just like was not doing. So I dove in very hard into that life. And then because of that, I was thinking about work 24 seven, burnout is inevitable at that point. And I think a lot of people early on in their SDR careers kind of go through that, like you're saying, you know, you're really motivated, you want to see success, you're grabbing onto as many things as possible. Um, for me, burning out showed me that that was an unsustainable lifestyle. And it gave me a pathway to a better way at being an SDR, which for me meant more than anything else time blocking. Um, it meant that at 8am, I started my day and it meant at 5.30 p.m. I ended my day. And there was just nothing else, like for months, there was nothing else you could tell me that would change that otherwise. If I was working past 5.30, I told my wife, at the time girlfriend, to berate me until I stopped. Like, I was not allowed to stay late. You know, I, I'm not allowed to work at home, all that stuff. Because that it's a, it's a very slippery slope, right? If you start thinking about work while you're at home, then it just evolves into, oh, I can listen to a podcast or, oh, I can think about a post for LinkedIn the next day. Um, making my schedule very rigid after work hours and then during work hours as well to ensure that I was upskilling at the right times really helped me move past that phase and understand that like there's eight hours in a day. That's plenty of time to get your SDR work done and learn how to be a better SDR at the same time. Uh, but that's that's my experience. I don't know if you had something similar. I know you kind of alluded to that as well. Yeah, for me, uh, I didn't necessarily need to structure my day differently, but it it definitely was a con conscious effort at the end of the day at 530 when I leave the office. That's it. I don't. For a while, I tried not having like my work, anything on my phone. That didn't work mm -hmm. as well because it's just like having Slack on there is is nice to have if, in case there's an important thing. Um, but yeah, a lot of it was just like, when you go home, do other things. Like if you're a busybody, like I'm not saying to go home and do nothing, 
but do something different, right? Like pick up a hobby, create music or art or, you know, get into a sport. I don't know, whatever you want to do, but doing something that you're doing, like it's work but to do it, but it's just for yourself, just for your own enjoyment and personal growth is huge and allows you to keep that perspective that work is not everything. Work should not be everything, right? You want to be a well-rounded individual. And if you're spending all this time focusing just on work, just on your career, you're going to lose things on a personal level. Maybe, maybe it's just your own mental stability. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's relationships you have with people that you don't work with, but it can be easy to not recognize those things unless you make that conscious effort. Say, you know, laptops closed. Um, we had someone early in the pandemic who was struggling with um, making that separation because we were working from home, right? And he told us he literally took a bed sheet and at the end of every day, just <clears throat> threw it over his desk so that he couldn't see his laptop, he couldn't mm-hmm. see his keyboard, like out of sight, out of mind is a really big piece of it. And especially in this remote and hybrid environment that, that we're all working in, um, take some different strategies, try some yeah. things out. But like, I make sure to close my laptop at the end of every day. That does it for me. He had to throw a sheet on top of his desk. That works for some people. So really making sure that it's a conscious effort to avoid burnout, I think is the best way to ensure that it doesn't happen. Yeah, and I'll just end with one thing. I know a lot of companies out there talk about this and they provide stuff like stipends around mental health and um, applications to help with that, PTO, things of that nature. Um, All of that is great. And it's wonderful that you have a company that supports you and allows you to take that break when you need it. But it also, for lack of a better phrase, can can look a bit like a Band-Aid sometimes. To your point, it really is on, on you a bit to really understand where your limits are and how far you can push yourself. Because if you don't, and if you, if you don't know how far you can push yourself, then you might already be burnt out and not know it. And you could have all of the apps and PTO in the world and it won't matter. It's not a reset. You know, it has to be a conscious thing that you work towards every day. Absolutely. All right, AJ, 15 seconds. Tell everyone about opt-in. Opt-in, quick, five-minute videos, no fluff, actionable tips. You can find us on our YouTube, on our LinkedIn, on our Instagram, and on the website, demanddrive.com. Oh, I just thought of it. I just thought of a tip, too, Hmm. unfortunately. You want to do it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the, the biggest thing that I remember doing as an SDR that really helped mitigate some of that burnout was that at the end of the day, I reserved five to 10 minutes at the end of every day to write down two to three things that I learned that day or big takeaways or something that helped me like close the day. Because sometimes it felt like the day was unfinished if I was just working on something and I'm like, well, it's 5.30, that's it, close the laptop, we're done. Uh, taking that like last five to 10 minutes to really wrap everything up and go- know that going into the next day, I had that in front of me was a fantastic way for me to be like, all right, like I did something today. You know, I accomplished something, we're good. I can worry about tomorrow, tomorrow.